0: Well, good morning ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the seat of the cab with me, your host, Mr Nigel Williams. It's an um, autumnal morning this morning. Oh yeah, we're, we're well and truly in the throes of water now, folks. Um, what does that mean? Well, it means the It's a Seasonal Job podcast is more relevant than ever. Because guys are telling me, oh, you know, why isn't there as much work around, why are the rates dropping, yada, yada, yada. Now, that has spurred this conversation, because it is a seasonal job, it is, it is, earth moving is seasonal is the season over not yet but it's drawing to a close today is friday the 30th of september maybe we've got another month left but as autumn sets in the weather becomes wet the morning daylight comes a little bit later and the sunset drops in a little bit earlier but today's thought process and today's uh, thought conundrum if you will is skills and qualifications because unqualified doesn't mean unskilled and Qualified doesn't equal skill. And the reason why we're having this conversation is um, due to my tickets. You see, I held an awful lot of tickets back in the day, and they expired when I was working abroad. And when I came back to the UK in 2016 I had to start all over again you know absolutely no consideration to my historical training absolutely no accreditation from my past was ever considered yet alone my work history now When that's the case, then you know it's just a money making scam. When they don't take into consideration any of your past qualifications and achievements, when they don't take into consideration your past work history and what you did for your employers over the years, you know that it's not about training. You know that it's not about achieving a standard, you know that it's literally about Making money. Literally about making money. Because there's no real reason why, when I came back in 2016, I should have gone to a red card. Not with having held CTA card, CPCS card, yada 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 for so many years previously. So you know that the ticketing system—it's just another scam, isn't it? It's just about money. Oh, but you haven't—you haven't achieved the NVQ, okay? So, and not being funny, but for what little effort was made to procure the NVQ, you know. Sorry, but the NVQ's bunk. You know, I'm sorry, if that's the minimum standard that you've got to achieve to get a blue card and get this fucking gold standard that you can fucking dick-wave in competition on face 8 Yeah, no. See, I went to a job and um, I'm a relief driver. Everyone knows. Nigel Williams, relief driver for uh, Lynchbarn Iron Hall, legit present. And I went to a job, and um, the guy there actually sneered because I've got a red, I've got a red card to drive a dozer. I've got a red card to drive a dozer. interesting. And apparently they don't. Allow red carded operators to operate machinery. It's their policy. So with that they're in the shit and they know it and I know it. And me being me was like, well look mate, it's like this, I could always get in the van and fuck off. No drama, i will just ring the office and let them know that you're not going to let me go to work and that uh, a driver has turned up to drive your machine, which means you're going to have to now pay standing time for that machine, because we've met our obligation. To which he suddenly relented, and the red card was no longer an issue. But here's the question. Should I have arbitrarily been put on a red card? considering my past experience, considering my actual skill level. Because at the end of that shift, it was commented, yeah, fucking hell, don't know why you got a red card, mate. You're fucking shit hot on that. Right, that's from the client, that's from the customer, who only hours before was talking about not letting me go to work because I didn't have a fucking blue ticket. I had a red one. You know, by the same very token, I was on I was on a job, I won't mention the job, but you know, if you know me and you know anything about me, I was Mr. Big Digger. I am a highly proficient and highly skilled digger driver. And I was on this job and we were cutting this road box out for a temporary halt road. And the regular driver's having a day off and they're hiding an agency skin. Agency skin, fill the seat, make up the numbers. So, how's this going to work then? How's this going to work? Because suddenly we've got an agency skin sitting in the seat who I'm sorry, was fucking hopeless. We stripped topsoil out of the road box. So i got the GPS on the model, for, so I know how wide the roadblocks is. So basically I stripped the topsoil to the model. But we had to leave a bit in because they needed access to a, a, a temporary compound. And we were getting ready to join two pieces of stone road. So there was a bit of topsoil left there in the middle that they were using as access for the forklift. And we were going to strip the rest of the topsoil, pushing it up to the digger. The digger was going to load it away. A presto, bish bash bosh, out of days. And I'm, watch- I'm driving the dozer and I'm watching this digger driver. And, you know, he tracks into the topsoil off the stone. So it's like, OK, it's not, no problem. He wasn't level. Couldn't dig level. You know, I scored him a line in the... I scored him a line in the ground so that he knew the width of the road. So I was like, okay, well there's your width, mate. You dig to that. It was up and down, up and down, up and down. He was no digger driver. He didn't know anything about what he was doing. Nothing about what he was doing. He just had a ticket. He didn't just have a ticket. He had a blue one. Imagine my shock, imagine my shock, when I find out that this bloke, who has probably got less skill than my little finger, has got a blue ticket, and do you know how much he was getting paid, because he was quite happy to tell me how much he was getting paid, he was getting paid £28 an hour to be there on that day to drive that machine. £28 per hour. I, for, I, I think I've forgotten more than that bloke will ever know. But that's beside the point. So, anyway, you know, he's digging the soil, rocking around, you know. There's more rock and roll going on in that fucking digger than a fucking Bon Jovi concert. Jesus fucking Christ, it was awful. So, anyway, he's pulling the topsoil back and he's pulling it back and he's putting it. Bearing in mind, he tracked into the soil off the road, off the new road that we're cutting. And he's pulling it back, and he's pulling it back, and he's pulling it back. And he's continuously pulling this topsoil back towards the loose stone. And I'm like, I've got to go and tell him. I've got to go and set this fucking idiot up. Because I've dozed it all up to him, made it all print, You know, push the formation up and fucking stripped all the soil up in front of me so it's all loose and fluffy and... You know, he hasn't really got to work hard for it. He's just got to basically scoop it up and chuck it in the back of the truck. So... Now, bearing that in mind... I've gone over... And I said to him, I said, right, I said, what, what exactly are you doing, mate? And he goes, well, oh, loading soil. I said, are you going to keep continuously tracking back and pulling it into and mixing it all up in the stone that we're going to be using as a road base? He's like what? I said. What was your game plan? I said. But what are you doing? I said because you can't pull it all into the stone, can you? I said you need to get off here, get that rounded up, chucked over here on your left hand side, get yourself up on the fucking big road up the top there, and pull it in, pull it off the towards the side of the road, and get it loaded in the fucking back of the dump trucks. And he's like what? And I'm like get off the fucking road. Get on the fucking big road and stop making a fucking mess. Think about what the fuck you're doing and why the fuck you're doing it. Because you have to remember, I'm a professional. But it's also not my job to put people to work. But it just so happens that the supervisory and management team also don't know how to put people to work. They don't know what they're doing themselves. So we've got that born in mind, haven't we? Oh God, yeah. So he's 28 pound an hour, blue CPCS card, hasn't got a fucking clue. yet, they're thinking about chucking me off a job, because I've got a red card, and at the end of the day, I'm told that I'm fucking shit hot. You know, I mean, that's two diametrically opposed outcomes there. That's somebody with a lower qualification, being told he might not be able to go to work, on somewhat of a lower rate and somebody on a really good rate with a higher qualification that has got all the skill in driving an excavator as a hedgehog Huh? so what's the industry doing to fix this conundrum because at that point in time I I would say that there was a there was a a reasonable margin of disparity between the pay rates. You've got somebody like me incredibly high skill across multiple disciplines on multiple machines. On a sensible rate, it's not a high rate, I don't earn a fortune, but you've got somebody who's on a very good rate, with absolutely no fucking skill whatsoever. So how do we fix this? How do we fix this? Because at the minute I don't know, I don't honestly know how we fix this I do know that it's a problem I know that it's a problem I'm very 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 well aware that it's a problem I'm very very well aware that it's a problem I just don't know how to fix it so how do we fix this? You can't fix it through, you know, your pay rate is commensurate with your, um, with the number of tickets you got. Because that just encourages ticket collecting and that's not to say that just because you're qualified that you're any good. Well, then you go into the realms of MVQs and graded MVQs and the skill level required to achieve the MVQ wasn't exactly very fucking high maybe the MVQ itself needs to be more in depth maybe the MVQ itself actually needs to be jiggle jiggled to jiggle jiggle I don't honestly know but the standard the standard for operators at the minute is fucking garbage. You've got people that are coming into the industry more interested in sitting there tossing it off watching porn up. Filming themselves a bit of premium content for their only fans. Than actually learning what they're supposed to be doing. Chatting shit to their mates on faceache. Sending dick pics and titty pics of the the, the the you know the boyfriend or girlfriend at home, you know, because they're bored out the fucking brains because they're not actually paying attention, they don't actually know what they're fucking doing. I don't know. I don't know how we fix this because the trouble is, like I said before, I've been the victim of being overqualified and, and and being an agricultural craftsman saw me, basically, price myself out of a job because I was overqualified for junior roles due to the qualification that I had. We do need to find the happy medium, but we can't continue to let people with no skill disincentivise people with high skill levels from achieving the best pay rates but also disincentivising other people from becoming better and doing better and proving their worth when literally all you've got to do is just turn up and you get paid a fucking fortune How do we fix that, sir? If you've got any thoughts, any ideas, hit me up, let me know. Tell me. Tell me what your thoughts are. Tell me your ideas. You know where to find me? From the seat of the cab at gmail.com. Nigel Williams on Facebook, LinkedIn. And Dreamer Driver UK on the Instagram. Have a great weekend, folks. Take care, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye-bye. Well, I suppose we ought to have a little addendum to this, because uh, I just saw an advert on the WhatsApp groups, a dozer operator required in Birmingham, so presumably that'll be HS2, and it's also for a company called Hercules Site Services. Now, they predominantly supply agency staff to BBV. Now, the interesting thing about that is the rate is 24 pounds per hour well actually it's 24 pounds and 41 pence per hour and that is P-A-Y-E, that's not even self employed, that's not CIS, so you're not even a subcontractor you're working directly for Hercules which means you'll accrue holiday pay sick pay, there has to be notice periods etc etc presumably it'll be on a zero hour contract but you'll be able to accrue some benefits from that so, how is it that Hercules can provide operators and pay them 24.41 per hour, PAYE, when self employed operators, even good operators for Dozers 360s on a self employed CIS UTR basis? are somewhere between 22 and £25 per hour. With no holiday pay, no notice periods, no work guarantees, no nothing. Really gets the noggin jogging, doesn't it? Really, really, really makes you wonder who's being shortchanged out of all of this. Anyway, I'm just going to leave that there. I am just going to leave that there. And I'm not going to say anything more about it. Or at least not yet. So yeah. Any thoughts? Any ideas? Any... Any... Anything you want to add. Anything you want to tell me. You know where to find me. Nigel Williams. Facebook, LinkedIn. From the seat of the cab... At gmail.com and hydrema driver UK on Instagram. So 2441 PAYE holiday pay, holiday pay, huh? Holiday pay. Christmas around the corner. Christmas is round the corner. If you're self employed, you better have your money put away. If you're PAYE, you'll be clocking up holidays all the way through. It's just something to think about, folks. Just something to think about. Take care. Bye-bye.